morning and welcome to Kings at Home Daily this morning from me. God, so glad you could join us. We're going through this wonderful book of Hebrews and uh, we haven't got very far. It's, it's rich fare that we have here. Um, so let's pray and ask the Holy Spirit to speak to us this morning. Lord Jesus, thank you that we never get to the end of our knowledge of you, our vision of you. Lord, thank you. <laughs> we'll, we, we, until we see you face to face, there's always more to, to, uh, to get our attention, grasp our, our sense of wonder and bring us to worship. And this morning we pray, would you open the eyes of our hearts? Holy Spirit, please come and help us. We, we want to go through today with a sense of wonder, knowing you and living for you today in Jesus name. Amen. Okay well we, we're in chapter 2 and we, uh, we're just recapping very slightly chapter 1. It's all about the, the, how, the magnificence of Jesus, so superior to angels um, and uh, in these last days God has spoken through his son and uh, therefore we must take coming to chapter 2 we must pay close attention lest we drift away because these folks are drifting away oh don't drift please in these in these days don't drift drifting will get you will uh, you'll end up you end up in trouble um speaking as a sailor don't drift we need to be catching the wind of what god is saying and being blown along by uh, uh his presence by our fellowship with with the lord Day by day. Okay, so here we are. Um, that lovely verse, verse three. How shall we escape if we neglect such a great salvation? This, this uh, whole. Don't take it for granted. The fact that you're a Christian, a Christ one. You've got a wonderful hope and a future. Um, you're living in a world where, where many, many people have no hope for the future without God and without hope in the world. You and I, if we put our trust in the Lord Jesus, we have a hope and a future. It is a great salvation. Don't neglect it. Don't be a drifter. Um, it could, could cost you dearly. Okay, so um, let's go to verse 5. Now, it was not to angels that God subjected the world to come, to, of which we're speaking. It's been testified somewhere, actually Psalm 8. What is man that you are mindful of him, or the son of man that you care for him? You made him a little lower, for a little while, uh, lower than the angels. You've crowned him with glory and honour, putting everything in subjection under his feet. Okay, so what's going on here? Well, first thing is, uh, his, the point he's making is, uh, who's in charge of the world? Who um, is in charge of the future of the world? It was not to the angels that God subjected the world to come. Um, what is the world to come? Is that the new heaven and the new earth? I think it's what, what has been inaugurated, begun by the death and resurrection of the Lord Jesus. The kingdom of God is among us. Yes, we pray your kingdom come, but it's already begun. So the question is, who's in control? Who's in, who, uh, who is the one who is uh, in control of the, the future? Well, we know from our studies in the book of Revelation, it's Jesus, the risen, ascended, glorified one. It's not angels that are in charge of the world to come. It's Jesus. 
It's Jesus. He's the Messiah. He really, really is. The Jews, of course, would, uh, would, would, would question that. Um, and that's why Psalm 8 is in here, because Psalm 8, um, it, it was never understood as a, a messianic psalm. It was about mankind, the pinnacle of God's creation. But Jesus took those words for himself. He is the perfect man. He, he became flesh so that we could be reunited with, with God. And so he's quoting Psalm 8 and making the point, yes, man's pretty special, but this psalm is speaking about the man, the son of man. That's a, that's a phrase, a, a title that Jesus took on himself. He became and shows us what true humanity could and should be like, living in fellowship with God. So he quotes this, this, this psalm about Jesus. What is man that you're mindful of him, or the son of man? Jesus took that phrase for himself, that you care for him. You made him for a little while lower than the angels. Jews might have thought, Jesus was just a man. How, how, how can we worship him? Is he really the Messiah? You made him a little lower than the angels, but you've crowned him with glory and honour. He's full of glory now. Putting everything in subjection under his feet. Everything is under his feet, the Lord Jesus. He, he's the King of kings, the Lord of lords. He's the one who is in, is, is, in, is in control of the future. He will have the last say. So these dear folks, they're perhaps um, questioning, was it Jesus? He, he was a man. How could he be God? And uh, the writer to the Hebrews is taking this, this psalm, Psalm 8, and, and in fact, Paul takes the same psalm in 1 Corinthians 15 about everything being under Jesus' feet. He's the one who now is in control. He reigns. Oh, we might have to sing this week. So it, he is the one who is in control. Now in putting everything in subjection to him, he left nothing outside his control. At present, we don't yet see everything in subjection to him. That's true, isn't it? Wars, brokenness in the world. Uh, as yet, we don't yet see everything in subjection to him, but we see him who was for a little while made lower than the angels, namely Jesus, crowned with glory and honour because of the suffering of death, so that by the grace of God, he might taste death for everyone. So the writer saying, ah, Jesus, he's not just a man anymore. We see him risen. We see him who was for a little while made lower than the angels. We see him crowned with glory and honour. Oh, yes, we do. Because of the suffering of death, so that by the grace of God, he might taste death for everyone. This is our Jesus. This is the, our Messiah. This is the one we, uh, we, we love, we've given our lives to. He's the one we follow. He's the one who is risen, ascended and glorified. Isn't that beautiful? This is who, who he is. And it finishes off there. So that by the grace of God, he might taste death for everyone. He has broken the sting of death for you and me. We can face the future with confidence. We've, we have a future 
because of what the Lord Jesus has done for us. Our conquering king. He's, he's our sin bearer, our life giver, our, 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 our future assurer. He assures us of our future. And Lord Jesus, we want to say this morning, we love you. We worship you. Lord, we can't fully take it in. You, you laid aside your majesty. There's a song there, isn't there? You laid aside your majesty. You came to this earth for me, for us. You went to the cross. You, you took upon yourself our sin. You know what it's like to be human, and you, and, but you took upon yourself our sin so that we could be forgiven and we could have a hope and a future. And we say, Lord Jesus, we love you. We, we worship you. We thank you for what you've done for us. Help us to, to walk well today with you, to speak of you, to make you known in a world that doesn't know you and has no hope and future so lord please go with us i pray and use us today for your glory in jesus name amen well god bless have a good day and i hope you can join us again tomorrow morning bye now